Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Oh, good morning of all mornings, Jody Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, um, hey, you I, know what I, what I got a real rush this morning, learning that Carol Burnett wanted to be a journalist. She was almost one of us. Right? One of us. Oh, one man. of us. <laughs> <laughs> she was almost... She one was, of us. One of us. <laughs> she was almost an ink-stained wrench, wretch like really? you. Really? Wouldn't, wouldn't have been a hoot sitting around like at a... At a national convention, Stephanie, and have Carol Burnett sitting there cracking wise. That wow. would have been great. She could have pushed me. Again, but she, then again, the whole theater thing worked out for us. Did yeah, okay. yeah. She did okay. She seemed yeah. okay. Yeah, she could have pushed me into David Korn when she wanted to get rid of there me you at go. a convention. <laughs> Charlie Pierce has pushed me into more famous people. Right. God. All right. Uh, Charlie, I love Yo. your... Uh, thank you, by the way. I, it's, I'm so sick of the hot takes on Virginia or whatever, but um, Molly Youngfast tweeted, it's hard to get 88% of Americans to agree on anything. Lowering prescription medic- uh, Medicare prescription drug prices, 88% support. Medicare coverage for dental, eye, and hearing, 84%. Paid family and medical leave, 73% support. Universal pre-K for children, 67% report, uh, uh, support. And you just said, God, woke Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Woke, liberal, whatever. And by the People way, like 100%. it. One per one hundred percent of me support all, supports all those things. Thank you. I'm saying, Thank okay. you. But call that whatever you want it. Mm-hmm. Want right? Woke or too liberal or right. you know whatever it was. Those yes. popular programs didn't sink Terry McAuliffe. Right. And I'm sorry, Terry McAuliffe is too woke. I'm like, please, please, I just like pick a label and figure out yeah. what it is. Because uh, yes, okay. Um, by the way, we played uh, uh, Obama. You just said Obama is pitching BBB in Bla- Glasgow, throwing shade at Mansion and Cinema, and serious elbows at the Republicans. I love yeah. cam- I love campaign Obama, don't you? Yeah, but you know, you know what? That speech went off the rails for me. Uh-oh. Why? Because halfway through it, he turned it into one of his, you know, you know, Boston Convention, uh, two thousand eight campaign. We, you know, we must all be together and work through the system kind of addresses and you know there are people there whose countries are going away yeah yeah i mean the the foreign minister from tuvalu in 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 the south pacific did his you know he zoomed in standing in four feet of water you know these guys don't have time to to work through solutions and listen carefully to the people 
who 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 don't agree with them and deny the you know you know deny the the you know the the science of it and they don't have time to worry about you know people in Indiana who might you know lose their jobs because we you know we we don't use enough coal anymore their countries are going away yeah. and they're going away now uh, environmental activists in central and south america are who are trying to deal with the climate are being murdered now yeah i mean this isn't this isn't a problem that lends itself to let's all get together and work out solutions yeah i appreciate it very much and he's got more humanity i think than any politician i've ever seen but that speech just rubbed me the wrong way i mean it it it, 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 it you know the, the the first the fierce urgency of now is now yeah yeah no yeah. i i, well, I, I that, think but. he made that point though i mean i think he did say yeah, he did, we're not doing enough he, on either side you mm-hmm. know in, in any yeah i mean he you know he, he, he did he did genuflect in well, that direction let, let, wait, just let's listen react to this he did say this now for the bad news we are nowhere near where we need to be yet. For starters, despite the progress that Paris represented, most countries have failed to meet the action plans that they set six years ago. Mm-hmm. So we, I mean, he did say that. Uh, let me, one yeah. more, one more, and then get your I correction. welcome any faction within the Republican Party in the United States that takes climate change seriously. And that may be a rare breed right now, but keep in mind, such Republican elected officials used to be commonplace, used to exist. President George H.W. Bush, a Republican, was He's one of the dead. first U.S. presidents to officially recognize the threat of climate He's change. Deceased. Was a He's not to the Rio maker. <laughs> He's a stiff, bereft of You are heckling the president like Joe Wilson, sir. Wow. <laughs> Um, they hadn't nailed him to the perch, he'd be pushing up the daisies. But you know, I mean, you wrote a piece about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz picked a fight with a big bird and lost. The United States yeah. senator from Texas has a second gig as a Twitter troll, and he is miserably bad at it. They're for anything really they used to be terrible, for. Whether he it's, is a terrible Twitter troll. He is. I mean, yeah. He's horrible at he's it. He's awful. He's not funny. He, he thinks he's funny. He's not. He's, he's the Twitter equivalent of laughing at your own joke. Yes, yes. You said he couldn't find funny with a flashlight, two guard dogs, and the ghost of George Carlin. <laughs> who would kick him in the ass by the way yes yeah but you were you were reacting to him uh saying this i believe texas is right now an amazing force keeping america from going off the cliff oh my God. No, keeping america grounded no, no. on the values uh, that, that built this country on the values of freedom i think we have a responsibility now Listen, if, if the Democrats end the filibuster, mm. it, it, if they fundamentally destroy the country, if they pack the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. if they make D.C. a state, if they federalize elections and massively expand voter fraud, mm. there may come a point where it's hopeless. We're not there yet. And if there comes a point where it's hopeless, then I think we take NASA, we take the military, we what? take the oil. <laughs> what? What? Um, Charlie, as you point out, First you don't get NASA, pal, or the military. They're both big government programs. Right. They belong to us. Right. <laughs> but nice try. Right? You don't get Austin either, by the way. Yeah. The city of Austin becomes yeah. is, an open, is, an open is, city. Is he aware that NASA has other installations besides the ones in Texas? I grew up near one in Hampton, Virginia, like right across the river. Yeah. Uh, he's... I, okay. Oh, oh, also, he had one final thought about... Yeah. Uh, what, what about Joe Rogan? Are you going to take him? 
Joe Rogan, he might be the president of Texas. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be great? So Aaron Rodgers' personal doctor. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. <laughs> That's right. Epidemiologist Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. Uh, Somebody, oh, Howard Stern said, good, next time he breaks a leg on the field, bring Joe Rogan in to fix it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Howard, Howard is the king of all media. Yeah. No, he went off yeah, on, you know, on I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the, this is the first Texas senator to talk openly about secession since 1860. Yes. And guess what? It didn't work out nope. real well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lots I- of Texas people died. Yeah, exactly. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, by the way, I loved your piece, the New York Times editorial page, to stop publishing nonsense. You said, first, we had Maureen Dodd's column that appeared on the morning after a rather historic infrastructure pass. Uh, Congress... Uh, her writing about the people that were sick of Trump's chaos and ineptitude um, are now sick of Biden's chaos and ineptitude. You just said, just think, the bill that emerged from all that chaos and ineptitude included $65 billion to upgrade Internet access and affordability. So soon, thanks to all that chaos and ineptitude, millions more Americans can read Maureen Dowd and fall out laughing. Thank you. I mean, what <laughs> are they not allowed to, what, she just passed I, her I, deadline I so she to, can't I include? Yeah. I swear to God she wrote that column on Thursday. <laughs> Right? I would I would bet I would bet all the money in your pockets that you bet that she wrote that column on Thursday to get away for the weekend. Right. I know how these people think. Yeah. And you said that. And came- I know a lot of I know a lot of people in sports column writing that do that. Yeah. And, and they always you always get caught with that. Yeah. Because something happens. It, but you said it came after uh, David Burks unburdened himself on how the left has locked, lost touch with salt of the earth Americans he so champions when it doesn't cost him anything in honoraria or book deals. I mean, you said it's, uh, you say, um, hey, this is my favorite. Uh, the two points, the outcome of Virginia's governor's race turned out in relation to the incumbent president exactly the same way recent history suggested it would turn out. A lot of people who don't know what the term means have been throwing it around a uh, critical race theory. Um, and you said the chorus opened up when museum piece James Carville raved about it, and he said, when, "What went wrong is stupid wokeness. These people need to go to a woke detox center, center or something." Hmm. I, what does that mean in relation to Terry McAuliffe? Terry McAuliffe's Terry too, McAuliffe, too woke. I don't know if James Carville has forgotten, but Terry McAuliffe was the Clintonite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he was a very—he was probably the last Clintonite who run, to run for everything, anything. Right. right. But I mean, you're right. People—they don't know what it means. They're throwing around wokeness and, 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 and throwing around woke as a pejorative. Right. Right. Which is exactly what the Republicans want them to do. Right. I mean, you see, no, they, Dan, Dana Bash said it to Mark Warner. Are Democrats too woke, Senator? And you said they're tossing this around because conservatives decided to weaponize it. And because people in my business function as mina birds for the rest of the flock, you said as nearly as I can tell, woke began as a shorthand for the process of directly confronting the uncomfortable parts of the country's history, particularly those involving race and genocide, and also confronting the legacies of those parts of our history that bedevil us today. And that w- and uh, that's pretty much it. If those two goals are damaging politically, then that's proof enough we're not close to achieving them. Thank you. <laughs> Like I, 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 okay. I thought woke meant being. You I don't know. Empathetic. Thanks, no. You are full of thanks for me today. This is like Thanksgiving. I'm just happy 
No, it's just great stuff because you're right. I think people just one word gets tossed around and then it just keeps being used, and people sure, don't really and, know. And within a month, I think within a couple of weeks, it's going to be a, a, a natural, a nationally accepted pejorative. Uh, it it already is a pejorative. Yeah. It, it's been a yeah. pejorative for quite a while now. Yeah. It, okay. It, it, yeah. Well, I mean, when we talked about just all of the, you gave the percentage 70s, 80 something percent, but you know, are those things too woke? I don't know. Is, you know, child tax care credit too woke? Yeah. Is, you know, pre negotiating prescription drug broadband prices woke? Broadband access too woke? Right. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, and not by, and by the way, it's not liberals who are banning textbooks right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, or, or running against Pulitzer Prize winning novels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that this was a chilling piece, Charlie. I don't know if you saw it in the L.A. Times, a war on books. Con conservatives push for audits of school libraries. I mean, this is not a one-time thing, the Toni Morrison book no. in Virginia. I mean, that is chilling. It's not even a one-time thing historically. Google right. Mel, um, Mel Gabler uh, from the 1970s and 80s, the guy from Texas who went to war on the textbook industry. Yeah, I mean... Uh, no, I was too busy reading the chilling piece on Reuters today about... Uh, the people who the people who make death threats against election officials, uh, at least five of whom Reuters managed to talk on the record, and are very proud of themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. You want to really get scared about that country? Dig that one about this country. Dig that one out because how about these Mar people? These people don't care if you know. Marjorie Taylor Greene giving out the numbers of the thirteen Republicans who voted for infrastructure, and they're getting death threats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean. You know, Paul Gosar is openly, you know, threatening to kill AOC. And as far as I can See, tell, I don't, I don't understand nothing's happened. Day, I don't understand why, why he hasn't, a motion to censure him hasn't been, right. hasn't been on the floor right. of the House for a day and a half now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You can't allow, plus he also threatened the president in that video. Yes. Yeah. As, I, as soon as that tweet appeared, he should have been uh, yep. censured. Yeah. Yep. I, 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 I have no idea why House leadership isn't doing exactly that. I mean, Kevin McCarthy's not going to do anything. We all know that, right? I but, mean, it's time for it's it's time for Nancy, you know, yes. censure the guy and then run a hearing into whether he should be expelled. Absolutely, yeah. that yeah. is light years beyond the pale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. And just to go to this piece in the LA Times, just because I it is so chilling. Um, Mary Ellen, well, somebody, please and thank you. Um, <laughs> concerned uh, about students being indoctrinated about sex and critical race theory, successfully petitioned her suburban Houston school district um, to remove two books from their libraries, Lawn Boy and Losing the Girl. I think they both had gay stuff in them. Oh! Um, right. She said she was encouraged by Republican Texas lawmakers focused on critical race theory, um, which is not taught in any U.S. public school. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That she considers uh, Marxist ideology and anti-American. She has a list. She has a list of more <laughs> than a dozen more books she wants removed from schools. She said, I don't want to ban books. I don't want to be a book burner. My goodness, no. Oh, gosh. And, and then there's a whole story. I just want these books out of the library. Right. Yes, that's, there's a whole story right. about how they're banning X, Y, and Z books all mm -hmm. over the country. I mean, and then I assume going out to lunch. At Hitler Burger. Okay. I don't I know you need to go down to the Hitler Burger. The Hitler Burger. The Hitler Burger. I go down to the Hitler Burger. I get myself my lunch. The Hitler Burger. The Hitler Burger. I go now to the Hitler Burger to get myself my lunch. My lunch. That's the best part. All right. Well, good luck to you, Charlie. Good luck to you. Good luck to America. Hey, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're stumbling right along here. I wouldn't look, I'm, I'm still rosily optimistic, but I think a lot of my fellow citizens are incredibly dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it's dangerous but and crazy. We, 
that's the way we go. Well, you know, Paul. And I still Paul, like Barack Obama. I really do. I just thought he went off the rails. Yeah, I mean, Paul Krugman. We just were referencing a piece he did. It's the cowards more than the crazies. You know, oh, it's absolutely. the cowards that are thought, that are enabling the crazies mm-hmm. in their party. I thought, I thought, I thought Professor Krugman had his feet right down to the bone on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely the case. Yeah, uh, the you know the the idea that you know Kevin McCarthy can't take action against Paul Gosar for threatening another member of Congress and the president because he's afraid of. You know, whatever. Yeah, he's the coward. Of. The cowards are afraid of the yeah. crazies, and that's where that's we are. That's exactly the that he's a, because he is a brilliant and Nobel Prize winning professor, and yeah, I'm not incredibly. No, uh, you are. I, I certainly take uh, I certainly take the professor at his word. That was a good yeah, column. It was great. You uh, listen. We always know one thing here on the Stephanie Miller Show, and that is Jody and Charlie sitting in a tree. K i s s i n g. Oh my! First comes love. Then comes marriage. All right. Then comes who in a baby what? carriage? Then comes not my one. me, oh. not from me. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Charlie. <laughs> See you later. See you, Charlie. <laughs>